everybody. Welcome to season four of Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. So here's the thing, you guys. <laughs> so already, <laughs> this is where I start. This is how I do things. Um, so for those uninitiated, uh, we are taking a, a technological step this year, right? Mm-hmm. Explain, because I don't know anything about it. All right. So we have for the last two years now, because we started in 2021. Yeah, two or three. Uh, we, we have been, um, recording a weekly podcast where we review new TV shows or media, uh, and we've been putting it out on places where you can listen, Spotify, Apple, Google That is a long way of saying it was a podcast, audio only. But we are now stepping into video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. And and, and you, and and I know I give you shit, but you are, am I allowed to cuss? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm putting this as not safe for children. Yeah, great. Awesome. I, I, I know all um, those things required. I got it. And I know I get from a lot of shit, but <laughs> but this whole setup, I, I could not have done it, even though I have like a degree in television production. Which I is funny. Remember, I don't remember any of this shit. Like, I'm like, um, soundboard, timer, lights, camera. My knowledge is fully out of date. But yes, so we <laughs> review new TV shows. Um, and we, sometimes we delve into some things that are a little like older, but we've kind of scratched that out because we find it to be weird, but that's what we do. We, like the only thing that's really older now is kind of, we haven't had one in a very long time is our, uh, binge or hot off the binge. Yes. Where yes. we actually go back and find a show that was like binge worthy, but it's got a couple seasons in. Yeah. It got hard it, to watch a lot of TV, you guys. It did because yeah. binging like five seasons at once sucked. Yes. Yeah, a lot. So we thought like, you know, um, it's been a few years, so for those who are listening on audio who have heard us before, you know, obviously they know who we are. Exactly. But you know what? It is okay if we kind of, like, reintroduce ourselves, I think. Mm-hmm. Personally. So, for me, so I think the best way to do this, really, to kind of go back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so my hands are coming out all of a sudden. I, um, you talk with your hands, and so, you like you like the reaction. Like you said earlier, like, I like a reaction. I Hello. Like reaction I'm like, I feel like I should be glamour shots in here. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think that for people to understand what our TV personalities are, mm-hmm. like, you know, say, like, three things about yourself. Or say three TV shows that have really defined, you know, your TV watching. I think that's okay. what we did on our very, very first episode. I feel like oh, we did that. God. I don't remember but, half of these. But but it could change. It, it evolves. You evolve. You True. Change, hopefully, for the better. Sometimes, Actually, you know what? Evolving for the better is, is, I mean, sometimes it'd be nice to be a little villainous. It, you know? I have a little but, backbone. Stand up for yourself. I like it. I mean, that's not where I was going with that. But okay. I'm talking like murder. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm talking slashing a tire, maybe, you know. You haven't done that before? I really want to. It's one of my um, things that I want to do. Before you die, you want to slash a tire? Yes. Um, so, what is, like, what would you say would define your TV personality? Ooh. Um, my go-to is going to be anything comedic uh sitcom-y I, I i grew up on i mean watching things with my dad during the summer uh and i've enjoyed like big bang now and like how i met your mother mm-hmm. and kind of sitcom-y things mm-hmm. um but i have to say i've really enjoyed some of the dramatic ones that we've watched from apple tv plus like uh severance yeah so i've i've grown into liking some more of the dramatic and kind of artsy stuff now okay yeah okay uh w- like if you had a name like a show or two that were like besides separate step that, that like any, oh you've already named a show too I obviously wasn't listening this happens a lot you guys uh, <laughs> the, the other one is is supernatural like, obviously like, mm. like that's the go to I know I would think I was waiting for that to pop up yeah um, honestly so for me and I'm going to reference this show and almost I have every episode reference this show there are two shows you There's reference almost every single <laughs> reference a lot and one of them really did define me because as the, this show you know being like a you know gay black kid you know being able to like escape into things that a little bit more fantasy that a little mm-hmm. bit more fanciful okay uh but buffy the vampire slayer hands down best show I've ever watched in my entire life will be the best show I've ever watched in my entire life and i Do you will still never... rewatch it oh yeah i mean at, at least at least once a year okay i'll pull it out and rewatch. um i've got to the point now to where there are definitely some ones that i skip in season four <laughs> season <laughs> season four Season four had one of the best episodes of that show ever, but also some of the worst episodes ever. Look, again, that's where people will learn about this the more they watch yeah, us. Yeah, 
so that one is that one to me i think really i, I loved anything that was like sci-fi fantasy mm-hmm. you know yeah i get fiction, that anything that was like that where people could be powerful you know in like that really like resonated with me fair enough um and but the show that i reference a lot that has nothing to do with my tv watching personality i just do it is friday night lights clear out soul hearts can't lose just because that's something that's fun to say it's catchy and it had a lot of cute guys for you it didn't really like, kyle chandler was it for michael me. b jordan I, but that was like that was michael b jordan pre-marvel which I'm not saying that you know he but wasn't, wasn't attractive then. Wasn't he? Did he, he was, put the muscle on in Creed? Wasn't that the first know. one? I don't know. But okay. they were also playing like 17 year old kids. Mm. I know they weren't 17 year old kids, but fair I was enough. Like, but uh, oh, I will say Tim Riggins from that show. <laughs> I forgot his real name. Um, but I do reference that show. But that that's for me. Like I love things that are that are that are you know off the yeah that are just weird and can't be explained for some way i get but, that but, and that, that's kind of what drew me to supernatural i think too yeah yeah which i liked supernatural too until they decided they wanted to be on the air for the foreseeable future god for 20 years yeah exactly so now that you know a little bit about us okay um i think we should um usually so docket which i'm always bad about yeah uh we're going to discuss some of the things that we've watched over the break which, for those who don't know, we've had a break. We, we stopped recording maybe like two or three weeks ago for the um, holidays. For Christmas, yeah, New Year's. We need a break. Um, so we are going to talk about some of the stuff we've watched over break that are really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we're going to go into our TV party of three, which will focus on heist slash anti-hero mm-hmm. TV shows. Not to be you know mixed up with Taylor Swift's anti-hero. I still haven't heard that song, and I won't. Um, <laughs> I won't. I won't do it. If if if, it t- if I'm on TikTok and I hear like it's, I'm like swipe. Wow, done. I okay, don't I don't want to hear it. And here's why. Sorry, we have tangents. I we have wanna, lots of tangents. I don't want to listen to it. And here's why. Because I know that God. I'll like. Because I know I'll like it. And Probably. It's a good. It's a catchy song. Don't tell me that. Uh, so I don't want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want to hear it because I really did. I really put all my shit aside and listen to folklore. Was it folklore? Uh, I believe that's the other one. That's and big. I found that to be, I was like, okay, this to me is, I, I enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Um, but, you know, whatever. That's neither here nor there, whatever that means. So uh, we'll do our TV party at three, and then we're going to go into our review of Kaleidoscope. Netflix original. Yeah, Kaleidoscope. So let's start off with some of the things that we've watched over the break. Okay. Have you watched anything over the break? Uh, a couple things, actually. Ooh. Um, I started watching The Witcher. Oh, see, I, I'm I'm behind. I I know. No, I, I it's not that. It's the fact that I want to get back into watching it, but I know that Henry Cavill that they're taking him away, just like they took him away from Superman. God, that hot man. Like, random random side comment about that. I think I heard that him, Cal Cadet, and Ben Affleck are suing WB because of loss of work. Maybe they should. Um, but yeah, I would say Witcher's one of the big ones. Um. Mm-hmm. I have, oh my gosh, I started watching at your recommendation, The Traders. We'll, we'll get to that. Yes. We'll get to it. We'll um, get to it. And then I, there's been a couple small things. Uh, so twice a year, there's this YouTube Twitch channel that, that's called Games Done Quick, but they do charity events where they raise money for uh, prevent cancer and doctors about borders. So they've had that over the holidays, one oh. of their events. Okay. So I, I watched that over the holidays. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm going to charity. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm going to start with something that's, that's very weird. Not weird, okay. but I randomly found it. So I got a free trial of Showtime over Christmas for whatever reason. I don't remember why. <laughs> How did you get one? I don't know. Cause you just thought I've been saying I want a free trial or you create a different email address that you don't use. So you can sign up for the free trial. Come I've done on that. Now. Fair that's enough. That's some old school bullshit. Fair enough. Um, I don't know how I did it, but I forgot why I got it. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest. Uh, however, I did find a couple things on it. I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, one of them was this show called I Love That For You. Okay. And it's got uh, Jennifer Lewis, which if you know who Jennifer Lewis is, you probably wouldn't because she is a black actress. And she is like, she's been around longer than Angela Bassett. Jennifer Lewis. I probably know uh, her. She is amazing, first of all. I okay. But she's in it. Um there's, I listened to a podcast uh, that I told you about called uh, Las Culturistas. Yeah. Matt Rogers is in it. Oh. Matt Rogers actually played a voice of one of the characters in Q-Force on Netflix. Yes, yes, yes. I think he's more a writer person. Okay. A writer. Um, comedic writer. And a couple people who, oh, has Calvin from Greek. 
what randomly in it it's got molly shannon in it like it's got like Wait, the main, how have i not heard about this the show? main character i don't remember her her real name but i've seen her around but it's basically about this girl who this woman who decide who wants to be like a presenter on basically hsn but it's called svn on his show okay and jennifer lewis is like this hard ass like uh you know, show producer mm-hmm. and Molly Shannon is like the big star on the, on the network. But okay. what she does is she's about to get fired. So she tells everybody she has cancer. Oh God. Which she did when she was a kid. Yeah. But she tells everybody that her cancer is back to keep her job. And then they it, like hilarity ensues. So I need to watch this. It's kind of funny. And then speaking of Matt Rogers, mm-hmm. I watched his, he had a Christmas special called, have you heard of Christmas? What? And I was, what? like, I started watching it and I was like, this might be a little bit out of my realm. And then an hour later, I was like, this was fucking stupid. And I actually really loved it. So I'm gonna is that on you. Showtime as well? Yes. And it's just about him. Like, there's like some little skits worked in there where he wants to be the pop prince of Christmas. And he's like, we have to get Mariah Carey <laughs> to dub me the pop prince of Christmas. Oh, my God. And he God. has all these made up songs. I'm going to show you afterwards. But I was like, I was very pleasantly surprised. Uh, so random tangent here. You remind me. I've, there's one movie I watched over the holidays after we stopped recording. Um, and it was from last year, but it was called uh, Slay All the Way. Or no, or uh, single all the way. But it was it's yeah, a game. I watched that. Yeah. You, okay, you've seen that Duh. movie on Netflix. Um, I had not seen this till this year, oh. and I don't know how a we never talked about it, but b my favorite line was where like Jennifer fr- Coolidge. Well, no, the friends like downstairs, and he's like fixing the uh re- the heater, and the dad's like, "Where'd you learn all this?" Mostly YouTube and H and G Network. Is that the homosexual and gay network? And the friend just goes, uh, "Yeah, kind of." <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I because we don't really do movies. Yeah, I we're know. T- which we're, is... t- we're TV podcast. <laughs> we decided that it was weird, remember? To throw we were, in movies. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, but uh, the other show that you guys, if you have not watched this show, I need everybody to go back and watch it. The Traitors. Okay. And little background. The Traitors was actually... Um, I think I believe it started in the Netherlands. Like the Dutch version is the is the first version. Oh, so this is the third version that's been going on. There's a fourth. Well, so they have the Dutch version. Yes. There's an Australian version. Okay. There was a uh, an United Kingdom version, and the USA what? version just dropped a few days ago on Peacock. Oh. And the Traders is basically this mix of it's really kind of like among us that's kind of the best way to really explain it it's it, the concept is really cool yeah so it's like they get these 20 people together and they say okay so you all are going to have these daily missions daily challenges mm-hmm. where every day you all as a group are trying to earn money and put it in this pot yes at the end of that day the first day what happens is the host of the show which in america it's alan cumming who fully love and, I, I respect the choice. Yeah, in the British version, it was it was Claudia Winkleman, I believe, and she was a uh, fucking amazing. She was vicious from the ones I watched. I loved. Oh no, she's like kind of like a cool, like she's really cool the way okay. she mixes her hosting. But she picks three traitors. Yes, and the other seventy people are all faithfuls. So she picks three traitors. No one knows who they are, but the traitors know who each other are. Mm-hmm. And every night, these three traitors get together and they murder a member of the faithfuls. Yeah. So the next morning when they come down for breakfast, somebody's not there. And they're like, oh my gosh, this person got murdered. What have you? So they then they go and they do their mission. They come back. And then at the round table, the remaining people get around the round table and discuss who they think the traitors are. And then they vote and banish someone from the group. And then after that person is banished, they have to stand up in front of the, everybody and say whether they're faithful or whether they're a traitor. Mm-hmm. And if they're faithful, then obviously the faithful have just cast out one of their own numbers. Exactly. But the main goal is like at the very end of the show, if there is a traitor left, then the traitor takes all the money. Either if there's a traitor or traitors, yeah. they take all the money from the faithfuls. Okay. So it's so cool. It's so cool. The, the difference between the American one, though, mm-hmm. the American put 10 reality show stars in there, which I was like, I've watched an episode, and I don't... It's a um, little much. I don't immediately hate it, and they have, like, so... Like, the music in this one is so much louder, and I'm like, I think it's because... Amer- I think it's because in the, in the British version, mm-hmm. they were 20 regular people. 
They were, and yes. you could tell that the people that they have on the American one, the reality show people, are the ones who are talking the most because they're reality show people. Well, and having watched recently, like the first episode of the British, and mm-hmm. now the first episode of the American, mm-hmm. you could tell they were trying to like almost shot for shot, and the look of the castle, like not almost. Walk- it is the same castle. Oh, okay, that's what I was wondering. It is, that's the thing I'm I'm worried about is because okay. it is the same castle in that mission they did. In the yeah. first episode, that was the so they're doing they're repeating all the same missions. Oh no! So to me, I was like, oh, this might be boring for me because I just watched the British, which one. I haven't finished the British one. So I, this might I might just switch the American and like watch you the know American. you know the British you know the no keep watching the British one. Okay, you know the, did you, have you gotten to the buried alive? No, one? I'm like on the second episode of the British out of the so oh. I'm not very far in, but like I understand the like what you're referencing. Yeah, they they I think they're doing it in different orders, but the missions okay. are the same. It is the same castle. Which makes sense because Alan Cummings uh, yeah. is Scottish. Okay, I was wondering because it looked dead up just like it is. It. The, it is the castle. Okay, so I think that's. I mean, the BBC. If you're not in, if you're not in, obviously, if you're not in the United Kingdom, you mm-hmm. can find the British version. You can find all the other ones on YouTube, and that's where I watch them. Just be careful when you're searching because some of them are titled like "This person gets found out." And I'm like, oh great, but watch <laughs> it. It's so good. It's so good. So I don't immediately hate the American one, but I'm on board. Okay. I, I need to keep watching the American. I'm, I'm at the point where they're about to kill off the first person in the first episode. Like, I, they just done the challenge where they lit the, the beast. Yes. And they're back at the castle. And so the, the, um, the three traitors, traitors are about to meet each just, other. Or just about to meet each other? Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's what kills me. It's like how they pick the traitors. They, Alec Cummings, just, they just walk around the circle, walk around the round table, and then just, like, tap. And then that scares me because, for me... I think, I, and they're almost like the table is so full, they're almost shoulder to shoulder. At this you, point. I would be scared you tap somebody else, you would feel it or something. I feel like I would like jump or something, is what I feel like I would do. Uh, but well, Cody and the other guy, Christian, they, they both had that little smile, like, yes, this is what I wanted. I don't think Cody did. I, that Christian guy wanted it, which is, yeah, which, which I, I'm already annoyed by that guy. And th- you'll, you'll find out that the others are really annoyed by him as well. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, uh, but the traders you got—you you have to. I, it's I really say, good. It really yeah, is. Like the American version, it all dropped on Peacock. But I'm telling you that if you really want like a really good like exposure to this show, the British version. And again, I'm only I only have the British version to go to go yeah. off of. I was on the edge of my seat. I didn't realize until now that you never and I never looked into it that there was like a Netherlands and another country yeah. in Australia, Netherlands <sighs> and Australia, and then Britain. there may have been others, but those are the only three I know about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, moving on to party of three. Hey, you guys, it's time for TV party of three. <laughs> so let's discuss how this is going to work. TV party of three. We, we split, we figured this out toward the end of uh, season three of, of our podcast. Mm-hmm. And basically yeah. what it is, is we, we take our show that we're reviewing and we say, oh, you know what? This show reminds me of this show or this show mm-hmm. or this show. So we kind of take a category and we say, well, if this show is a TV show that's based on a comic book hero, yep. what are your f- three favorite TV shows that are based off comic book heroes? And that's what TV Party of Three is. It is like, you know, we're serving up three shows mm-hmm. that remind us or have of, some similarity to yes, yes, that, that that inform upon yeah, I like it that inform upon uh, <sighs> the show that we're reviewing. So this week was a little difficult, if I'm being honest. It was hard to figure out what was like similar or like the topic to go with. Right, correct. Uh, we're, we're 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 doing a cop out, so we said heist slash antihero TV shows because yeah. Kaleidoscope is as as we'll talk about later is is a heist. It is. And when I was like, oh, heist TV shows, got it. And I was like, I've never seen any of these TV shows. I I don't watch any of them. I'm sure you don't as well. Like nothing. The only one that actually popped up on this list is one. I was like, that makes sense to me, but it really isn't even there. That's I'm going to talk about my my party of three. Okay. But we were like, the main character in the show is kind of like an antihero. You know, an antihero is anybody who wants to do something illegal, but you root for them. Yeah, exactly. Right? So I think that's what we decided to structure our TV party of three around. Mm-hmm. Heist slash anti-hero shows. In no specific order. Yes, these are not like ranked th- like top three in right. that specific order. Like, like these are just the three that stood out to us that meet this category. Right. So number one, go. Dexter. 
Dexter was on my list, actually. And I really... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm, no, I'm it's just... It's one of those ones where... I mean, this is the premise of a serial killer who only kills serial killers. Like, he's doing better. It's the whole, right. like, architect of how he's built with his dad's laws mm-hmm, and rules. Mm-hmm. You just cheer for him to do well and to, like, take care of, like like cleaning up the world and making it a better place. Yeah, but, it, but then there's the whole moral thing of like, but it's murder. Yes, but he's he's literally killing almost someone per episode and an overarching one by the end of the year. Yeah, so I I, I agree. I think Dexter really is one of those, mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the weirder anti-hero TV shows where it, it really isn't like, where to me, immediately you think of like, I think you think of anti-hero, you, you immediately think of like Sopranos or something like that, where I guess they, he, they did murder people, but yes. not like... I don't think Tony Stark was doing it himself every single episode, like hundreds of people. Yeah. So it is, there is the whole morality part of it, but I, I was direct. Dexter was definitely the first one that I thought of that. I was like, I enjoyed that. The moment we said anti-hero, I was like Dexter. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, who would your second one be? So this one was a toss up and I see how it can be classified as this. I actually like Googled a list of like TV shows yeah. that have been classified as anti-hero. Um, but The Mandalorian was one that popped up, and I actually see it, but I'm not 100% on board as an anti-hero. Yeah, I'm not either. But the fact that it was classified by Google, I'm going to go with it and say... Cop out. Well, because all the other ones, I really... It's I never, fine. I never finished just, one of the other ones. Just do it. It's fine. Uh, my other choice at this point was Mad Men, but I never finished it. So I feel like Mandalorian, because I've actually watched the whole thing, okay, well, I can speak more to it. Okay. I like the Mandalorian. I'm not saying I don't like the Mandalorian. I'm just... Well, but he, again, know. he's a bounty hunter. He he does things for pay. He'll kill, capture, re- retrieve, mm-hmm. whatever. So he's not really a good guy, but he does... You know, you root for him because he takes care of Grogu, and he is the main character alongside... Of, or co-main character. Yeah. So, like, it's one of those ones where, like, okay, what he does is, is morally gray, okay. but he's still someone you root for. Okay. I would say for me, second, it, it, this is the one that is like a heist, but also kind of anti-hero mm-hmm. in a way, and it's Prison Break. I've never seen it. Now, Prison Break, now, Prison Break season one and two, great. Okay. But for those of you who don't know, Prison Break was like early 2000s. And yes. It was a show about these brothers. One of them went to prison for something he didn't do. Okay. I think it was murder or something, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And his brother was basically was like an engineer or something create this big elaborate plan mm-hmm. to get himself thrown into the same prison that his brother was in. Yeah. And then orchestrate from the inside a prison break. Oh. So as they go along, they end up adding people to this, you know, cause it's like me and my brother okay. are going to break out of prison. And then as he gets to know people, he's like, Oh, this guy, I can't not bring him along. Or mm. this guy who used to like torture kids or women or something mm-hmm. found out. So we kind of have to let him, you know, come with yeah. us, even though he's a reprehensible person. So it's like, so it's, we don't get found out kind of thing. Right. right. Like yeah. It was, it was really cool. It had this big, like, uh, one of the bigger things I remember the most about it, it was, it was starring Whitmore Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I remember the most was like, he had, his brother was like, well, how are you going to get us out of here? And he's like, took his shirt off and he has tattoos and he had this big elaborate tattoo down his arms around, around his stomach, all yeah. around his back. And it was, and it had the plans or the map of the prison in worked into his tattoo. Like that was how he like, Oh my how to God. Get, without bringing anything in. Yeah. So and it, the guards didn't notice. They knew the tattoo. Yeah, yeah. But the tattoo was covered like it would look like a demonic tattoo, but it was like So unless you like actually really analyze it, you wouldn't have probably picked one it of out. those those pictures where you like where you do this little number. Like don't focus directly, just like yeah. kinda like make your eyes blurry. That to me was one of like the first second episode were really, really, really good. I, I okay. actually really enjoyed that. So I might have to go back and watch it then. Yeah, you will. Third. <sighs> You're not gonna like my answer. Okay. Rick and Morty. I just don't know what it is. Exactly. I said, that's what you just don't watch it. Um, it. It's hard to explain concisely if you've never really watched it. Uh-huh. Um, but it's it's just like a cartoon where a grandfather and his grandson go through space, time, other worlds and have antics week to week. Um, Rick is really the anti-hero. He's kind of like the drunkard and given up on life. He doesn't give a shit about his family. Um, 
but with Morty, he kind of starts realizing there's some morality there, and he starts like coming back around. But he doesn't care if he kills. He doesn't care if he blows up an entire universe, another world. Like he will do whatever feels right for him. So like Rick is 100% the anti-hero and kind of one of the main characters of the show. But it's hilarious and, co- and comedic week to week. Um, but there's overarching like retribution and like like saving who he is towards the end. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I got it. I don't think I'll watch it, but great. It's Good funny. It, it's 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 fun. comical, and there's meme culture around it. It, it has to be one that's been around that, that I haven't watched, but it's mm-hmm. on my radar. Uh, for me, I think I, ca- I can't not have a list of anti-hero TV shows without mentioning Breaking Bad. Break, breaking Bad. <laughs> or Breaking Bad. How do you say break? Uh, uh, breaking. I, ha- again, I hadn't finished it, so I didn't want to add it because I can't talk to it fully. But if you enjoy it, I do. It's a great show. I didn't finish Prison Break because it got shitty, but it's still. Why haven't you finished season one of Breaking Bad? That's where I'm at. Yeah. Oh, um, so I, I think Breaking Bad is is obviously to me, and I didn't put Sopranos on the list because it because the reason being like I watched Sopranos like mm-hmm. years after, and I didn't like I liked the show a lot. I thought yes. I thought it was great. I loved Dre DiMatteo, who was in the show. Um, I just think when I was. For me, it isn't one that I like continuously like think about. It's not okay. a show that I'm like, "Ooh, you should watch this." Which I, I guess I do in a way, but not as much as the ones that I just mentioned. I get you. So Breaking Bad to me though is, I think, and this might not be, this might not make this. I don't have this opinion, but I think Breaking Bad actually surpasses Sopranos as like one of the best anti-hero TV shows out there. Honestly. I think it's okay. I, I think it is it is above it, but that's also my opinion because I just enjoy Breaking Bad more. I've heard more people have positive things to say about Breaking Bad than Sopranos. I feel Agreed. like that's a uni like a universal opinion. Yes, I agree, uh, and it also ties in because Giancarlo Esposito. Oh yeah, that because that that was like the second show I thought of. Honestly, yeah, yeah. was was Breaking Bad because I was like, oh, of course, Giancarlo Esposito, one of my favorite, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, portrayals of his you know specifically so but i thought that obviously also the mandalorian bad, by the way yes also the mandalorian good job there but i don't think i need to explain why breaking bad is one of the best ones it is no and i agree it's just i i didn't want to put anything on the list i couldn't speak to like of why i thought it was a good show it's just a good show it is from it's what i've seen good. it is a very good show yeah it is um so yeah tv party of three nice job sir thank you so i think it's time for our review all right everybody so it's review time all right so this week we're reviewing oh i took it from you usually so we're all backwards now well we're also like on other sides it's really weird yeah this is really weird um but yeah so our review uh this week we are looking at netflix original kaleidoscope which is extremely interesting because it's the first show that's ever been made that you can watch in almost any order. Mm-hmm. There's only two restrictions. Um, A, black starts everything and white ends everything. Right. All the rest can be watched in any order to fill in kind of some of the information. Um, but that's, it's, it's a cool concept. And I, I think it was a cool way to like approach the show. Right. The, con- the concept itself I, th- I thought was, was intriguing. That's part of the reason why... We were like, hmm, we'll give this a shot. We'll see. Well, and the cool part is that we did watch, like, so Netflix actually arranged per um, actual account different ways to watch it. So we actually right. watched it in different orders. Right. So uh, usually the way this works, we, we really try to stay away from, you know, super spoilery mm-hmm. things. Like, we, we try to keep it, like, you know, we don't want to spoil any, any, any big plot points unless I hate the show. And I say I hate the show. Then we just rant about it. He doesn't even get to have a vote in that. If I hate it, I'm gonna spoil everything. He might love it, but I'm gonna spoil it because I hate it. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and there's really only been the one, <laughs> the one that I hated so much that I loved, <laughs> and it was Star Girl. That show. Oh, oh, still to this day, close to my heart. But, oh my um, god. But we're, we're we're gonna try to like. I think this is gonna be a little difficult for us. This is gonna be new. Yes. Because we've because usually we can go through the series and talk about it, but. We can't really do that because you've watched it in a fully different order than I have. Exactly. So I think we could agree that there is one really main plot point that we don't want to spoil. Yes. And as long as it's different from that, I think we're good. So first off, cast. Yes. Who's in this show? 
Uh, so, in the way we started things, for people who are new to the show, uh, we'll go through cast and crew first, and then kind of jump into the plot of the show. Yeah. Uh, so, first off, our main character is uh, Leo, played by your um, loving... No, you you do like a lot of his shows. I mean, can you leave me alone, though? I mean, why you gotta be like that? Like, why is it gotta... It sounds like a dig. It sounds like you're like, ugh, whatever. Calm down. Giancarlo Esposito, who, if you all do not know, not just shows, has been around for a long time. I'm talking... I'm talking do the right thing, Spike Lee. Yep. I'm talking school days. Yep. Another Spike. Like uh, those are movies, obviously, but like the boys, mid late eighties, uh, uh, boys to men, mm-hmm. not boys to men. I'm sorry, boys in the hood. Um, he's around. He's been around a lot. Was he in boys to the hood? I don't remember that one, but like I said uh, recently he's been in Mandalorian. I, mean, I know he's been in the Spike Lee joints, but the yes, boys, Mandalorian, the boys. He's been in uh, Breaking Bad, obviously. So mm-hmm. Giancarlo Esposito has been around the block. So. Yes. I, don't, I don't think I've ever not not liked him, but he plays Leo Pap slash Ray Ray Vernon, um, and then and he is our he's our <laughs> antihero. So yeah, our main character. Yeah, he's the one that is really the ringleader setting up this heist. He's the one who decides what they're stealing because of past events. Yeah, yeah. Um, so next we have uh, was it Rufus Sewell who plays Rufus what? Sewell Sewell? Okay, sorry, who plays Roger Salas. Yeah, so I don't really know much about Rufus Sewell. Apparently, he's been in The Man in the High Castle, which was a show I think I tried to watch way back in the day. I never really watched it. And back in the day was 2016, just in case you didn't. That's, that. This is back in the day. Uh, but his character is like the, he's he's the mark. Ooh. I like the terminology. He's the mark. So he runs a business. Yeah. Um, I don't know what kind of business he's in. Like the like uh, <laughs> like uh, a Romeo and Michelle when, uh, when they're like, we uh, do you have a businesswoman special? And the waitress is like, "What kind of business are you in?" And they're like, "Oh my god, crickets!" So I don't know what he does for a living, but he holds people's money and shit. He, like in a he, vault. he offers security <laughs> for people's uh, assets. Okay, so he's a, he's a security guard. He's 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 a high he's a high falutin security guard. Yeah, Whatever. fair enough. Uh, but he he built like this big vault that's like really high tech and shit, and uh, he has history history. <laughs> With uh, Giancarlo Esposito's character, Leo Pap slash Ray Vernon. Oh, my God. Who's next? Uh, so up next, we have, was it Paz Vega? 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 I would say Vega. Okay. And she plays Ava, who I personally liked, I think, as one of the most intriguing characters. Yeah. I don't know much about, about Paz, but uh, about Miss Vega. Uh, but yes, Ava was, a, she was uh, Leo Pap's lawyer. Yes. Attorney. She's also the um, the gun person of the crew. She's, she supplies the arms. Yeah, which I didn't get, but, you know. It's interesting how they played I got it at the, I was like, oh, I get that now. She's also kind of the the fence. Like, she knows the people to sell the goods. I don't know what the fence is. They said that we're like 40 times in the show, and I'm like, I'm like like a picket. Um, No, Barbed so wire. a fence is the person who, once you have the stolen goods. <laughs> what kind of fence? Privacy. Um, no, she's the one who, once you actually have the goods she knows the person who's able to sell them to get you the money oh so they're fencing they're they're selling your stolen goods see i don't understand the word fan i don't understand what we just we just can call it a middleman like why can't it just be middleman fair enough or seller or buyer <laughs> you know like those those terms i understand but we gotta be like let's launder the money i'm like washing it what does that mean making Basil? it clean so it's not dirty uh, next. Uh, next up, we have uh, Rosaline Elbe, who plays, uh, was it Judy? Judy Goodwin. Yeah. And I don't know much about her either. Like A lot of these are very much unknown to us. Like, yeah. they're kind of a new cast, not a lot of known actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Judy is, I guess she's like tech bitch. She is the chemist, so she's the one who knows how to like work explosives and and rig up oh, stuff. Oh yeah, she's the alchemy and like old, like old school RPGs. She's like, let me just mix a little bit of this, <laughs> mix a little bit of, of elf essence. Oh my god! <laughs> with the uh, with, 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 with dust of the realms and uh, we were playing God of War. War. God of War, uh, dust of realms. And she's like, poof, done. I've made you a plate. Like so, that's that's what she does. So she, that's that's her bullshit. And uh, so next we have uh, Jay Courtney, whom whom I have loved since Spartacus days. He He's a good throwback. I didn't like him in this, though. Right. But did you, you knew he was in Suicide Squad, right? Yes. That's where I knew him from. And, but I didn't I didn't realize he was that Australian. No, at all. But I do remember him from Spartacus. Like, I had 
because I mean, and I probably remember him from Spartacus because he was shirtless like all the time. Just as like, was everybody. Just like everybody was in, in, in yeah. Spartacus. But he was also a diehard, one of the diehards, the newer diehards. Oh, oh, was he the son? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But he plays Bob, Bob what? Goodwin? Yeah, he's um, Judy's wife or husband. Okay. Judy is I his wife. I remember if the, it was the same thing. Yeah. So Bob is like super aggro. He's the he's the trigger. Okay, so he's the safe breaker. That's his role. Oh yes, yes. yes. But he's also the hothead. Yes, like he's like aggro frat guy. Yeah. Don't touch my woman. Like, <sighs> I think we have really two more, and we really need to we really need to go through. And I think the next one is what's her name? Uh, Tati Gabrielle, whom I love, did a great job in the show. She was, I think, most recent. She's been popping up in a lot of shit, but most recently, from my recent memory. I remember her from. Um, <laughs> just, just bring that up real quick. Okay. Was uh, the adventures of, of uh, the chilling adventures of Sabrina? <gasps> That's and, okay. Yeah, she's been a couple. Of, she's been like in a few things recently, and I've been like, I've liked her. She was also in something else that was like. Well, I love how in this show, like every episode you saw her. Obviously, time had passed, but like mm-hmm. she was so drastically different in every episode. It's called Wigs. It looked good though. Now that one was a, was a shit was a shit wig. <laughs> that flat one with the with the hard back. Oh, I was like, no. oh, that's a shit wig right there. She's been in something else that's like a sci fi fantasy type thing, but she's uh, I, I I'm starting to really enjoy her popping up and shit. But she plays Hannah Kim, yeah, who uh, is basically Leo Pap's like long lost daughter, long lost, but like like they know who each other are. They just were estranged, right? So and and Hannah is kind of like Jill will do that to you. Right, right. She's kind of like being watched over by Ava and also by Roger. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so there's that whole thing of like, we all know, which I didn't, which I didn't understand the show at first. I was like, do they know who she is? I'm like, oh wait, they do all know who she is. Exactly. Uh, but she, but she works for Roger Salas. She's mm-hmm. his chief information security officer or something. Exactly. Yeah. And then last but not least is uh, Peter Mark Kendall and. For the longest time, every 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 trailer I saw, I thought it was Jack Quaid, which is why I wanted to watch this because I loved. You Quaid. thought it was Jack Quaid, and then I was like, because you know, I'm like, oh, all dirty white boys look the same <laughs> for no reason. God. I was like, is that what I is that where I am now? Yeah. But then probably. I realized where I know him from. He was from season one or two of Chicago Med. Okay. And uh, I was like, he was the cute, dirty lab guy. And I was like, oh, look at this cute little dirty lab guy. <laughs> and then this, I was like, oh my god, he's like grown up cute. Dirty lab guy. Oh my like, god! I love him. He's adorable. As no, like, he did great in this. I, he's so I give cute. You. He, I he love was him. good. What's his name again? Stan Loomis. Yeah, Stan. Which I feel like isn't that the name of the killer in Scream One? No, isn't I don't think it so? Or it was Billy Loomis. Yeah, that was the one. It was Billy Loomis, not Stan Loomis. Sorry. Um, oh I my just, god! Is like one Scream. is one of his crew not listed here? The driver isn't listed. But he wasn't important. He was in there very little. So, um, but yeah, so Stan is basically, he was a cellmate of of Ray Vernon slash Leo Pap. That's how they know each other. But I don't know what his... He was the acquisitions guy. Like, he could trade, like, he's that, if you've ever seen something like on YouTube, where like, someone starts with a quarter and they end up with a Tesla. Like, he's that guy. He'll trade you this for this for that for that. Like, he knows the connections. He knows who to trade with to get the items needed for the heist. Still know what that means, but great. Awesome. So... Let's get into the show itself. Now, this is where it's going to be a little difficult now. Because I because I think my first episode, I don't remember what color it was. It might have been yellow. Mine was green. So my first episode, I believe, was supposed to be three. I think the one, I, I think it was three days before the heist. Okay. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm so scared on how to talk about this. So we can talk about it in the order we think makes sense. Okay. Um, so, and I, let's, so let's let's go back to the very beginning. So and and I told you, Netflix for me put mine very much in almost chronological order. Mine was like six years prior, three days prior, one day prior, two hours before, and then I had the one random like jump, like mid season, and then it went to like the one that was pink, which is six months after, like. Mm-hmm. Because the heist is white, which is the very last episode you have to watch. Right. Um, so mine was very much like in cr- like chronological order. See, so 
basically, you got the plot of this is like so. Giancarlo's main character Ray slash Leo is seeking revenge. Yeah, for um, he's been wronged by Roger Salas. Yep, way back in the day because they used to have dealings. And well, and 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 some parts always well, we spoilers here. So warning if you want to jump ahead a little bit. Um, I'll give you a second. Well, I'm not spoiling like anything crazy. But they, they used to be partners. That's what I'm saying. That was the one thing. Well, I just said they had dealings. Yes, they had dealings. Yeah. And Ray and Leo feel some type of way. Exactly. Ray slash Leo feel some type of way about like you know, obviously Ray went to prison. Yes. Um, during all their dealings, and Roger now has a whole shitload of cash. Roger is worth like four and a half million. Right. Um, and he he holds in his safe a lot of illegal items. Is kind okay. of what they allude to. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know that. Um, the I big the ones they allude is. to is what the heist is for. So they're the whole thing is this heist is now planned around stealing seven billion with a B dollars in bonds. Right, which I still don't understand how bonds work, but whatever. I don't need to know. Uh, for the sake of this. No, no, yeah, I, I get you. Uh, but but yeah, so they so they he's basically it's like a revenge thing. It's it that's basically what this is. So that's why Ray puts this whole thing together. We 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 do learn you know we do see their life way back in the day and how they met mm -hmm. and all this other bs that came to me kind of towards the end almost as well i think yeah. i think they hit me right in the middle mine was like maybe like two episodes before why it's like um yeah so yeah so, so so we kind of we kind of don't know the reasoning for oh my first episode was the jewelry store heist okay so mine was the one where they were in prison and they and they actually broke out to start everything when he was in prison with stan yeah i was like poor stan had to get stitches that was that was my first episode um so but yeah so so it, it, it we've watched them in different episodes so in different order but i think we've come to kind of the same conclusion and it made sense the way they did it like it filled in the it filled in the holes that need to be filled in with yeah. information i yes, believe I, I i i do agree with that so this whole this whole heist thing, like we know that Leo Pat brings his whole team together, yeah, to try and figure it out, and then he basically kind of loops in his daughter, yes, and says yo 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 yo, I need an inside man. I know I haven't seen you in like I don't know twenty years, but hey, baby girl, um, I'm going to steal some money from your boss so but he like fills her in on who his boss was right so so and she's like hi there hello who the we haven't talked to forever what's your deal exactly and then i think he gives her the, the full backstory and she you know gets on board and she's yeah. like okay you know i'll help you with this i'll be like your inside woman true uh because she's a woman i'll be your inside woman <laughs> and help you out and get this together because now i understand why you want to do this yeah and it makes sense to me um, and then other things is, so like Ava, she was part of, she's always been the fence for uh, Ray mm. for his goods. Mm -hmm. So she's known Roger the whole time and kind of yeah. the backstory there. She's the one who actually, not adopted, but like kind of guided yeah. uh, Ray's daughter after whatever occurred between him and right, Roger right, happened right. Um, and made sure she was good and set for life. Yeah. Uh, but then we thought we have to, we have to have a wrench yeah. in the plan. And the wrench is uh, federal agent Abasi, who is quite possibly one of the most annoying characters I've ever been in, I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, not a fan. I was not a fan at all. Uh, for moment one, I was like, this bitch, this this bitch, this bitch needs to chill out. Like, I understand you're a federal agent. Like, I understand you're an FBI. I understand you got. It, it was a dog with a bone. It, it wasn't even like that. Like, it's like a dog with a bone is kind of cute. Like, you know, you look at a dog and they're chewing their bone. You're like, this is adorable. Look at you having fun and shit. This, which we stop using that expression. This was, a, like, she was, I don't know. Are people law enforcement she, like this? I don't know. She she had, like, a grudge against. Yeah, she was mad. She yeah. was mad. I'm going to spoil this shit. She was mad, y'all. She was mad at Ava because oh, yeah. when she was knee-deep in cocaine and heroin and meth, Ava was like, yo, this bitch is knee deep in, in cocaine, heroin, and meth, and she's got a son, and they took custody away, so she mad. Well, because you mad because you because she got you on the she got caught. Because you, you got mad, caught? Yeah. Why are you mad at her? So that's why immediately I was like, don't fucking like you because you blame everybody else for your bullshit. Uh -huh. And you want to be mad. Like, so I was out immediately. I didn't like her. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but she there because she's like, ooh, Ava, Ava's doing something, so I got to catch her. And she 
What does this bitch do? <laughs> tell, what does this bitch sacrifice to try to come out to Abram? Just tell it, tell everybody. So S spoil it, because I don't like her. So here's the the whole point is she was at this what like six years afterwards after the whole event. I guess. She's about to get custody again with her son. Yes. She's about to finally. For the first time, go pick him up at an airport, mm -hmm. which took forever to convince her ex and his new wife to do. Uh -huh. Alone time. The yes. first, she's going to be alone without supervision. And she decides to blow it off and go chase Ava around. Thus losing full attempts at custody. Mm -hmm. Because, let me tell you why, Ava catches on, and genius move here, plants some cocaine on her, and gets her arrested by the cops, which is against her parole or whatever issue she was having. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! Like, yeah. girl, let it go. Yeah, let and it go. And then she's like, and then, and then, Ava's taking care of her nanny, who is undocumented. Yeah. And then she tries to use a Ava's undocumented nanny as like a bargaining chip, and she's like, "You took my son away." So like, no, 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 bitch! You took your own son away doing all your bullshit. Yeah. First of all. We can stop talking about her because I'm I'm angry. You, you just got to be like, leave me alone. Let me do myself. So she's there breaking all the fucking federal rules and shit, trying to catch Ava. So she done roped in this cute little white dude to, to like do all her bidding for her because he likes her. But, I don't think she ever really liked him. Do you think she ever really liked him? I um, <coughs> I think she knew what she could get out of him and use him a little bit. Because he was like, we should do this. And she was like, I don't break the rules. I'm like, bitch, you don't want to break the fucking rules. So, but here, but you, you stopped a little short. Let me tell you this. So... You stop a little short that, yes, yeah, she does go after Ava's nanny, uh, who is now kind of like her house guest, to convince her to flip on Leo and Ray. Right. Leo, Ray, and the team. Right. So she's trying to she's trying to get, you know, she's trying to get an informant out of this. She was an inside I woman. I would have kicked her into the Hudson River. I'd have been like, bitch, <laughs> do something, say something. Uh, but, but, but yes, so she's following him around. She's trying to piece this whole thing together. Yes. Uh, during the entirety of the show as well. Mm -hmm. um, what I thought was kind of weird was like, was like we we kind of know, and I don't think this is a spoiler, we kind of know things go wrong, which yeah. is a heist show. Things go wrong. Well, and that's what, if you, depending on how you watch this, if you saw Pink first, you knew things went wrong, which is like six months after the heist, yeah. from the beginning. Like, you could have known from episode one. Right, which is kind of weird because it's like, because it tells you at the beginning how far away from the heist it was. Yeah. So... You know, I think I don't know if it's pink, but there's an episode that's like that's like just after the heist or 24 hours after the heist, or yeah. where like I think you I think they're actually leaving, they're actually meeting back up, and it's like directly mm -hmm. after the heist. Yeah, and you know immediately like some shit popped off, so you don't know what happened, and everybody's so, like blaming each other, and like you right. you I don't trust you, so I don't honestly me, know you. That's that's what happened, and then I had pink. Okay. So I had just after the heist, then six months, and then the heist, which in a way was slightly annoying. Well, I, I, I actually, it wasn't. I had pink right before the heist, too. So I knew like what happened six months after. So I kind of got like an idea of where things were going to go. And it, it, there is supposed to be a, I don't know, a, a spin or like a, like, oh, I didn't see that coming moment. I saw it coming. He always says this. He didn't see it fucking coming. He didn't see it coming. He all anytime there's any shot of show with a twist, he's like, I knew that was gonna happen. I'll explain to you afterwards, because I'm not trying to spoil it for the listeners, but I'll explain how I knew afterwards. You didn't know. You didn't know. I I, I, I will I will crazy. I, I had an inkling of something. I my inkling was correct, but my path to the inkling was this. And the path they took was like and I was like, oh, the way you got there, I didn't have that. So let so let me say, I picked the person. Like I, I got the what they did. The reason why I had no idea. Yes, that I, I will agree yes. with you there because yes. I knew the person I got because because the yeah. whole like person that was with them most of the time. I had a whole thought. I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, oh, got it. And then when it yeah. came around, I was like. Oh, I didn't go that path. No, and 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 the and the like weird. explanation at the end of like why they did what they did. Yeah, had no inkling about that. I have a question, not a spoiler. Yeah, where did Hannah get a baby? She was pregnant the whole time. When did we know that? Uh, in yellow. From who? From Roger and her girlfriend. What? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. What do you mean from Ro Roger? Literally says, "Oh, when 
um, and the, when he gave her the job of the person she replaced, like that she like framed, uh-huh. he goes, "Oh, and the pregnancy doesn't bother me. Don't worry. I know she switched to decaf. Blah blah blah. Did it just when she? She did say he did say that. But yeah. like, who's who's pregnant? Hannah. But how does she get pregnant? Donor. Okay. You didn't pay attention, did that. you? That was episode one, y'all, for me. I didn't remember that. <laughs> I didn't remember that at all. All right. It was it was a lot of watching. So you know. Okay. So we've discussed. Yes. I think it's time for us to move on to. Should we do Bay of the Week? No, we're doing Watch or Not first. Or I Bay of the Week first. I thought though. we like we're trying to work it into our discussion. Yes, we are. So Watch or Not, you guys. So this is where we decide. We talk about all these we liked, things we didn't like. Yeah. Is this show worth the watch? Or, it's a nice summation not, section. Or not. Yes, in summation. So, first off, the concept. Yeah. I think this concept was a cool concept. Okay. Well, so the, the concept, cool like concept? the plot or the concept of you can watch it in any order? In the, you can watch it in any order. It was a cool concept. I was like, that's a cool concept. Mm-hmm. Do I think this show benefited from that concept? I don't. I actually think this show would have benefited from a specifically curated order. Not necessarily chronological, but I think they should have picked a way for it to work because the way mine, I think if you would put Pink and whatever episode I watched before Pink at the beginning, I think that would have pushed me to watch more of it because honestly, by the time I How got, did it get to this? By the time I got to that point, yeah. I was like, I was only watching honestly because I was like, I have to get through this. And then once I got to those, I was like, Okay, now how did they get there? So now I have to watch White and yeah. figure out what happened. So to me, I figure I, I feel like this didn't really benefit you, the show. So you wanted to see, and and I like how stories do that. We're like they show you how it ends up, and you're like, well, how did this mess happen? I gotta watch to figure it out. Like you wanted that, right? I think that's what I kind of wanted, and I think they could have done that a little bit and then made it chronological after, but. I, I don't. I, I don't know. And, and here's my. That's and, my opinion. And the thing I take away from it is, I like how they built. Like mine, yes, it was very chronological. Blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. I like how they did that because it got me invested in the characters. It made me build and see how each person was connected to Leo or Ray. Like how he was able to pull them in and use them to help with his heist. I like how they built that but in. But see, I thought they were still. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. The only episode I think that I that I enjoyed, okay, that I liked, that I was like, oh, this is this is kind of like, and it could be biased because you know, I love a nerdy white boy. <laughs> uh, was the episode when they were in prison? Because that was kind of cool. I, I, it was I, a I fun think, episode. I think what it was was that they gave Stan almost his own episode. Yeah. A, with with Ray Bird and Leo Pap. Yep. And I think they didn't really do that with anybody else. Everybody else was kind of like inferred or kind of just like well, pieced in in a way. And I understand they, they couldn't really do that, but that episode felt like. But even Stan's like, episode, you still introduced Judy and Bob. Right. And you, but you still, still saw them. But it still felt like an episode about those two to well, me. But Pink was almost an episode about Bob and his like, at, like six months after to go get revenge on but them. But no one else had like so so to me it just i just, Violet, I, mean, I just think i just think it would have benefited from like an actual like their structure but that that's me <coughs> but regardless like if we talk about the plot yeah i i think if i go back and look at them and and piece together how they would have been viewed mm-hmm, and how you could have mm-hmm. moved around i still think the plot would have been revealed in the same manner because what did you think about the plot I, I liked it. It wasn't my favorite heist yeah. show, but it still kept me intrigued. I, I, I have the mini that we have watched. True. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, I've, I've watched like Ocean's Eleven and things like, I've, I've watched okay. heist movies. movies. But yes, we don't Jeez. talk about movies. Um, but yeah, I would say the plot, the plot did what it needed to do. How he, and again, not to spoil things, like what he did to get revenge on on roger was a little more than just stealing the money and i didn't really like put that together like oh like that was kind of cool that he did that to get revenge on him this whole time here's the thing (laughs) there was an eye flutter like okay like (laughs) this is so stupid oh i i I like the idea of i think i I like the idea of the plot okay because heist sure yeah be up like, sure. Board, it's just gonna go wrong. Let's do it. But then I was like, 
you did all his bullshit to make a point. What's wrong? What's wrong? Like the payoff to me, I'm, I'm like, I'm what's like, wrong with you, having you a point? You could have sent encrypted email with this with this information. Like you you could have sent a FedEx. You could have sent you could have sent a, a, a notarized package with this information if this is what you really wanted to do. Yeah, but he he's not going to end up with seven billion dollars if he did that. Trey, I forget about that point. He still for- he still wants the seven billion dollars. I forget about that part. I think I think I'm mixing in like. Like, cause I think the, cause I honestly think the ending was fucking stupid too. If I'm being very honest, I think the, I think the, the way that they ended the plot, I was well, like, that's fucking stupid. I'm so, annoyed. So here's the thing. Roger's character was always about the next heist, always about the money. He was always about that thrill and yeah. he can never give it up. Mm-hmm. So that's where Ray the entire time was like, okay, I'm going to take everything he's built the money, and screw him over. I mean that's fine, but I I I think that and that's fine. I I I will I will concede that I guess I understand that. I just think that the ending was really <laughs> fucking stupid. I just I was like, I don't. Well, did you notice that? Like, did you it, see them try to pull the Sopranos? Yeah, with the pink fade too, where like they walked down the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So so, and my question is, who's left? At this point, there's only there's only two people. Well, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Was it? But like 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 is we're not we're not going to talk. No, about but that. my question is: Is there going to be another season? I hope the fuck not. That's what I was like. Like like who's left? Is there going to be another season? Oh, all right. I'm, I'm not. I think they think. I think I did read. I think the creator was like he would want to be an anthology. I like that. So if they did something else, maybe it wouldn't be a heist, but it would be in the same kind of vein, which which I think they okay, should continue okay. to explore this concept because the concept to me does seem really cool. Yeah. That regardless of how you watch it, you can you can come up with a full story. Did I still come up did I come up with a full story? Yeah, I did. I think the the part about that that's kind of annoying was that at the end, I was like, as we noticed, I had forgotten yeah, exactly. things. And I was like, well, wait, how did that happen? Or wait. I actually was watching Pink, I think, and I was like, I feel like I missed something. Mm-hmm. Like every few minutes, I was like, did I miss that? Like, did I miss an episode? I actually stopped I don't think it, you did. Went back and was like, well, no, I didn't. But I thought, you know, I just. No, I, I get you. I understand. Yeah. So I don't know. But for, for me, it was fine. But let me go. Let, let, let You know, I think one of the saving graces of this show to me, honestly, in my opinion, was really Jay Courtney. Because the episode, the pink episode, yeah, to me was like a fully different tone oh, than was, the rest. It, it was from his it point was, of view. It was a little comedic, yeah. which I was like, now this, I would have loved this like throughout. But the other thing that would have been weird is like who people who got pink first probably <gasps> thought this was a completely different type of show. Exactly. Because they had those comedic kind yeah. of ridiculous aspects in it. But pink was one of my favorite well, ones. Well, green had some comedic aspects to it, which so stands kind of like there's one that really followed Stan around green, and there's one that really followed Bob around pink, and they both had a very comedic feel to them. I didn't think green was that comedic. I thought I thought pink was like full on like comedic because of the guy whose name I can't remember, but I can picture his face. He was in Newsies way back in the day. Uh, Don't know his name. Okay, but. I thought that was kind of like if I'd seen that episode first, I would have had a completely different tone about about this show. Probably, but to me, I really think the most interesting and the, the best character, honestly, was Jay Courtney. We we always pick a Bay of the Week, you guys, and a yeah. Bay of the Week, to remind you, is someone that really had us like like just like basically the best performer in the show. Yes, and for me, sometimes it's the hottest person. Well, it's it's the person you want to see more of, the person who had the most intriguing aspects that made you want to come back and like watch the show. Right. And I mean, I, I think I think the the base version of me would have been like, I love Stan Loomis because he's fucking adorable. Yeah. But I thinking back on it, I was like, Jay Courtney was cool. I just I, well he was he abusive, yes. But like his character to me seemed to be the most kind of like weirdly interesting. He had that, and this is going to be a weird comparison, so let me finish before you, you jump in and scoff at me. See? Right there. Well, I don't like that you're telling me what I'm going to do. Um, he had the same kind of general feel to me as, like, Michael Scott from The Office. Like, I want to punch him every episode. Like, the annoyance of his character. Like, guthrule. Like, like, I was like, 
oh my God, you are like, how has no one stopped you yet kind of mentality? I don't know if I found him annoying because to me it's like, do I want to punch that guy? I'm like, I'll, I'm, I'm more terrified of him if I'm being honest. But that's the thing is he also was the most memorable character to me. Yeah, to me too. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I agree with you that he is definitely a saving grace and a part that stands out, but it's because he was so just like, in my gut, I could not stand to watch him because of how, like you said, abusive and annoying and like you just knew he was gonna be the ignition to this ticking time bomb yeah i liked it i thought it was great is he our of the week yeah <gasps> let's crown him <sighs> bay of the week so let's say was this a watch or not we'll say yes or well watch or not i think we've explained our thoughts what do you say what say you I'll go. He does this all the time. So for me, uh, I'll let you gather your thoughts. For me, I am going to say, I don't think you need to. Like, I think that you would watch this and get to the end and be like, what the fuck? That was a waste of my time. <laughs> the concept is cool. I think if you're going to watch, watch it, watch it knowing it's going to disappoint you in the end. But personally, I actually... That might be why I missed some stuff. I actually fell asleep on the first episode. Um, so you're telling on yourself now. Yeah. I see how it is. I don't care. I'm, I'm honest. I fell asleep on the first episode. That to me was, I was like, this is going to be a hard one. I can just tell. So I didn't really get interested until the very, very end yeah, yeah. of my selection. Fair you enough. Know? But I don't think you need it. I think you can let it go, honestly. Don't like, you can let this fade to obscurity, see if they come out with the season two of this concept, and maybe that one will be better. But I think you can skip it. I'm going to say watch it. Okay. I, yes, there are maybe only four episodes literally worth watching. This could have been a six-episode series. Yeah, it, the, the whole length of it, there's there's some throwaway episodes that, okay, they gave you some side story, and you could have, but you could have thrown that in, in, in other ones. The one that was right after the heist, 34 minutes. It was punchy. I was like, yes, yes, yes. This is what yeah. I needed. Give me a nice little capsule to swallow. And, and even the heist episode seemed a little slow. I actually didn't mind that episode. That episode was kind of but interesting. It, it, it seemed, but it filled in all it the whole... Did. It filled in all of the, like, why are these people acting this way? Because I've seen Pink, actually. Like, I need to know what happened mm -hmm. to make Pink mm -hmm. happen. Mm -hmm. um, so if, if you had had, like, the 30s minutes after White pinks like the heist and then like six months after and maybe like the episode of green where you meet stan for so, the first so time so you're falling into my point of like this show would have made more sense if it actually was structured i don't say structured, i'm saying but they, those are the four like the only four episodes you needed oh okay i'm not saying any specific order but like you didn't really need all the other ones that gave the backstory i mean like, you need to know why he's doing it but that could Got have been you. thrown in anywhere else yeah um because so, Federal Agent had her own fucking episode. Yeah, I know. That fucking bitch. So, like, there's a couple things where I think it's worth watching. Like, she needed a comb. Like, <laughs> I was like, can you get a different barrette? Like, can we get her a brush? She um, just looks so strung out. I'm like, if if I, if, if I was your superior, I would think you were on drugs, too. Because <laughs> you look strung the fuck out But every I, time I see you. I would say there's, there's, there's about just, half of it's worth <laughs> watching. But you have to watch all of it to get there. So I would say it's worth watching just to get those four episodes that you that are worth watching. All right. Live your life. I go tell you how to live your life. <laughs> <laughs> what well, well, you heard it here first. <laughs> uh, I, I, I must skip this shit. And he is a watch this shit. Okay. So. I'm saying watch those four. Like green, pink, white, and I forget the you other colors. You know the colors. Go through the rainbow. Just go through the whole rainbow. <laughs> uh, what, what color? You should watch Violet too. What about Magenta? <laughs> Okay. What about, about red, orange, what, yellow, green? What blue? about burnt sienna? Was that an episode color? No. Um, but yes, uh, that's the we thing. So thanks, guys, for tuning yeah. in for our first like recorded episode. This is so cute. That's adorable. Okay. Um, so if you guys uh, don't want to always watch the uh, video version, please, please subscribe on actually subscribe regardless. Yeah. On wherever you get your podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, Podbean, get just subscribe and download our back episodes yep because that's some good ones back there i suggest i always suggest a star girl episode it's like season two episode something and a re-release of it like in season three. Oh yeah we, we released it last year because i just i can't get enough of it i think it's the one that i i hate hearing us uh i hate hearing myself 
Well, it's the, yeah. one, it's the one that I will go back and listen to and giggle to myself about. I actually think we <laughs> I haven't re-listened to it in a long time. We're in peak form on that one, I think. Uh, but uh, but for sure, we also have a Patreon. Yep. Um, all the links will be below. In the description. Yes. And hit subscribe, you guys. Like the video. We have to do that now. I forget about that. Hit subscribe. Hit subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe. Like the video. Leave a comment below. Yeah. Tell us what you guys think, what you like, what you don't like. Yes. Um, we love feedback as long as it is constructive. Feedback. He so, will come for you. I won't. In the comments, he will come for you. I won't. I won't. We'll engage people who will engage the people who deserve to be engaged with. True. I agree. Let me say that. Uh, but really, thank you guys for, for listening. Um, and oh. Because we will be also doing, we'll be doing video, but we will be doing um, a weekly release recap episodes of The Last of Us. Yes, but that is one where I don't think there's going to be a video for them because be we will be recording over phone, so it's mostly going to be audio only. Right. I can't be coming out here to, 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 the, to the bowels of this county every, like multiple times a week. It's just it's a drive hard. for you. It's too hard. Um, but th those will be on our normal, um, all of our normal podcast. Yes. We'll, we'll release those during the week as well. And going forward, usually we have an episode every week, but since we're going to be doing this capsule with The Last of Us, mm -hmm. we'll have an episode of a new show every other week. Yes. And then when Last of Us ends, we'll go to our normal weekly schedule program. Yep, yep. Awesome. Well, thanks guys for listening, tuning in. Make sure you subscribe. And I'm Jay. I'm MJ. And that's Watch or Not. Thanks, Bye. everybody. Bye. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And don't forget about Instagram, you guys, at watchornotpod. Don't forget you can support the pod by joining our Patreon at watchornot with Jay and MJ. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Talk to you soon.